Avast me hearties, and welcome to Pirate Talk Radio. In this podcast, I discuss everything from lore, to updates, to the future of the game, down to the nitty gritty statistics and the player base. So please grab the helm, grab a sail, stand behind a cannon, don't miss the board, but more so raise the colors and let's set sail on this adventure. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Pirate Talk Radio. And, uh, well, it's the new year. And the new year means we have new things coming to Sea of Thieves. Um, and we'll get to that in a, in a few moments. We don't quite know what these new things are going to necessarily be, aside from seasons, right? We've got this Battle Pass-style system, but that's about as far as we know. That's, that's all we know. We haven't got any more details about it. Um, based on the current timeline of the New Year's event and the, the festival of <clears throat> giving, um, it looks like this update is going to be somewhere around January 20th is where we're looking right now uh, for season one. Now, that's to, that, that's to, to say that they're going to have season one ready uh, for that time. I assume they will because that was their big end of year announcement. So I'm guessing they're going uh, to do that. Uh, but with that being said, I want to take a couple minutes and and talk about things that, well, quite frankly, aren't going to be in Sea of Thieves in 2021. Um, and namely, that is an entire play mode, right? The arena is basically going to be gone. Now, it's still going to exist. It's still going to be there. You can still go in there and get your achievements. You can still go in there and 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 play. You can you can do whatever you want to in the arena as far as getting in there and, and getting what you need. I know I still need 240 wins. I think I'm down to under 100 left to get the weapon set. But in general, the, that uh, game, whole game system is, is going to be gone. It's, it's a system now that... They're not supporting anymore. They're going to make sure it stays functional, but they said they're not going to put any more development work into it, which is very disappointing for a lot of players, especially players that are playing in the Notorious Arena League or the the professional-style Sea of Thieves people who actually play Sea of Thieves Arena for money. And it's very disappointing that instead of taking those folks' feedback who are generating a lot of hype and, and, and money and sponsorships and stuff, for that game mode, they've provided countless pages of feedback to Rare on this, and it's basically like, well, eh, you know what? Most of our players don't play Arena, so yeah, whatever. And that may be true. We obviously don't have the statistics, um, you know, in front of our faces. We don't get access to that stuff. Uh, but according to Joe Neat, um, in 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 the in the close of of twenty, um. Uh, 2020, he said about 98%, I think some ridiculous number like that, is um, are, are players that are in adventure. And that makes sense, right? Most players um, enjoy adventure. It has a lot more, um, it has a lot more things to do. Um, but with that being said, Arena was a lot of fun, especially for those PvP players. And I think with 
the large competition, Sea of Champions, Notorious Arena League, where there's actually money on the line, and Rare has actually supported them with cosmetics and things like that, I really feel like they, they kind of dropped the ball in, in allowing this particular feature of the game to basically be sidelined and, and put up on the shelf and, and really, it's they should honestly just close it down. Right, if you're not going to support it, if you're not going to develop it anymore, you're just going to keep it working, just put it on the shelf, right? Just get rid of it. Uh, Because what it says is the players who are currently playing it and are unhappy with the experience they're having, it's not going to change. It's going to be the same unhappy experience that they've had for for however long they've been doing it as the new the this newest wave of arena um has taken over. So that that was kind of disappointing to me. Obviously, I just got into Sea of Thieves. Um it's coming on about a year now. Uh but I was really having fun in the arena, of course, when I wasn't getting bombarded by players who just wanted to TDM, which quite frankly, that's not what arena's for. You may think that's what arena's for. It's not what arena's for. It's not. Stop it. Stop it. Stop. TDM, no. Okay, if you want a TDM, go play Fortnite. We've had this conversation multiple times on this show. Go play Fortnite. There's your TDM. There's your, go play Apex. Go play Overwatch. There's your TDM. Team Deathmatch. Arena is not TDM. Arena is ship and personal combat with the objective of getting silver via turning in a chest. Now, obviously, with the changes they made, especially in Galleon Arena, chests don't mean anything. And that's Rare's problem that they created with the change that they did to the arena. And it's basically a, a cannon simulator game now, uh, which which is cool. This is a pirate game. It's about ships, okay? It's, it's not about, you know, whose cutlass is longer, or whose eye of reach is thicker, right? It's about ships. Who can captain a ship, whose crew can control the ship, and sink other players. That is what Arena is about. That is what Sea of Thieves is about. It is a naval combat game that does have player versus player, um, personal pirate versus pirate combat in it as well. Obviously, it's it's a bit... Um, it, you know, when you're an adventure, you know, you've got the boarding and stuff like that, which you can do in arena. Um, but in general, I think a lot of people honestly don't know how to sail. I mean, that just comes down to, to watching players play an adventure. I honestly don't think players know how to sail. I have watched so many times I've watched, um, crews not know how to adjust sails. Um, not know how to delegate who's bailing and repairing versus who's shooting cannons versus who's boarding. I've seen so many times players not knowing how to work the helm, right? It is infuriating to me that people that play the game get upset when they get sunk and they don't learn from it. And they just complain about this game. We don't play it to PVP. Well, guess what? It's in the damn description. It is a PvP pirate game about killing and stealing. All right. If you want to play, if you want to play, you know, my Barbie adventure where there's no PvP, go play Hello Kitty, my Barbie adventure. Okay. There's plenty of games out there that don't have PvP. This is a PvP game. You're going to get sunk. I've gotten sunk. I've gotten completely trashed. 
completely dumpstered by better crews and better players. Doesn't happen often. It doesn't happen often. But it does happen. And that's part of the game. And you know what? You come back and you fight and you learn from your mistakes from the last time, right? But what I can say is Arena is a fun game system, but TDM has no place in it, right? TDM doesn't have a place in it. Do I think instead of shutting the arena down, Rare should have came up and thought outside the box to give other arena options, like a single item or a single island TDM match where you've got to go get a chest and turn it into a guy on the island and it's no ships, it's just player versus player? Absolutely. That A lot of players would play that. A lot of players would play that. I think that would be a great idea. It would help these players who are not so confident with the weapons to get confident with the weapons. Do I think Sea of Thieves should have had maybe a um, last ship standing instead of how arena you keep respawning ships? Um, do I think they should have done a last ship standing map? Absolutely. I think a lot of people would have been a fan and and honestly, there's many streamers who have proven that there's a lot of competitive players out there that could make a last ship standing a fun tournament. And when I'm talking about these, these tournament style games, right? In adventure, there is nothing in adventure that an esports team could be built on. There's nothing in adventure that sponsors would want to jump on a crew of people and support them to get trophies and stuff like that. It's it's not like that, right? Arena was their, was their area to do that. I could have easily seen if Rare got things like hit registration, memory leaking, server stability and performance. If they got the foundation, the core of what allows players to play in a fun, interactive and fair environment, I could have seen esports Sea of Thieves. That would have generated a lot of hype for the game, a lot of energy. Esports is big right now. It's huge. Players, peoples, and teams are trying to figure out ways to break into esports because there's a lot of money there to be had. There's there's just a lot, right? We've got we've got teams not only competing in PvP now. But look at World of Warcraft, where we've got teams competing for who's the best best myth, Mythic Plus team, right? Who's the best raid team? Those exist. Those are esports now, and they don't involve PvP. I don't see anything in Adventure that an esports team or organization would want. We've got professional sports teams, the Cavaliers, the Dallas Cowboys, purchasing teams in 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 World of Warcraft and things like that that have nothing to do with PvP, but it's still a competition and there's a shit ton of money out there to get. And guess what? When there's an esports event going on, regardless if that's your niche in that game, people tune in, which puts more eyes on your game. There might be people out there who stopped playing Sea of Thieves a long time ago because whatever reason. And if you took the time to think out of the box and build a game that has a competitive esports option, you may be getting players back. You may gain new players in. I mean, I look like I look at a game like Hunt Showdown, right? 
That PvP, Hunt Showdown's PvP, is leaps and bounds better than Sea of Thieves, but it's the same style, where you've got melee weapons, you've got ranged weapons, it's not quite the same aesthetic. Where's the hit reg in that game? It doesn't exist. They've got PvE in there. They've got PvP in there. It's unified, right? You're killing zombies and you're killing players. You're taking over bases. You're interacting with things in the world. They don't have hit reg issues. Why does Sea of Thieves have hit reg issues that, that now going into their third year have not been addressed? And I'm not talking about when you're shooting from your ship to another ship and you've got the moving ships and the pings and all that fun stuff. I get it, right? There's a moving bullet and a moving ship and all this movement. Okay, they're probably going to be some hit registration. But I'm if I'm running at a player and they're running at me on Wanderer's Refuge and we're bunny hopping around and I shoot them in the face and they take zero damage, that's a problem. There are no moving ships. It's two moving players just like every other first-person shooter out there. What I can tell you, and I don't know this for sure, this is speculation based on how long hit registration has been an issue in this game, and I won't name names, uh, but I have a connection with someone who used to work on the Sea of Thieves development team, and quite frankly, a lot of the ideas that streamers are bringing up, a lot of the frustrations the communities have, have been presented to the development team. And quite frankly, they don't give a shit. They have a vision for this game and where it's going. And so long as money is coming in and they can continue to generate revenue and they're not, you know, hemorrhaging players like they were over the summer, they're going to keep with their vision because they think the game is great. Just tune into a development, uh, Sea of Thieves development stream um, when they do them. I can promise you, open the chat. I usually keep Twitch chat closed on most streams, but open the chat. Look how many people are asking about hit reg. Why are you closing down arena? Why is this? When can we expect this fix? What's this? Why that? The developers skip off and miss every single negative um, aspect of the game. They don't address it. They don't want to answer it. They'll talk about the pretty things like your pretty glowing cutlass and your god-awful trashing outfit that you've unlocked. They'll talk about that and the beautiful art and the amazing people who put in the work to put in the art, but they're not going to tell you when they're fixing hit reg. Why? I can promise you it's not fixable. The way the code is built on the way the servers uh, handle it, it's not fixable. Hit reg is never going to be fixed, and it sucks. It sucks because Sea of Thieves is an awesome game. It is a beautiful game. The art designers on that team are great. The storytellers at Rare are amazing. But the core features of that game haven't been and will not be fixed. Which sucks for Rare and the player base. Because in all honesty, if they had thought outside the box and they had worked on the arena and they had built different modes of the arena, they could have an esports franchise out there, an esports video game out there that teams like TSM, Cloud9, Liquid, all those teams who, who branch across multiple different games would be just clawing to get into. They'd be clawing to get into another game that they could generate revenue for their players, which would be huge sponsorships opportunities for those teams big visibility for Sea of Thieves 
and would allow things like really custom sales or weapons or, you know, tournament trophies, whatever it is, you know, Rare could be involved in all that stuff and have their Sea of Thieves and their logo plastered over all of these esports events. But unfortunately, I think they took the coward's way out here and they just punted the ball and said, nah, fuck it, we have a story to tell. And in my mind, it was the poor, it was, it was the wrong decision. It was the wrong decision. Um, so moving from that thing that is going to unfortunately be gone. Um, it's still, like I said, it's still going to be there, but let's just be honest. Let's just be frank. It's going to be gone. Um, it's basically dead already. So. As we start to move now into 2021, um, before I start my speculations on how I feel the uh, the season system should be set up for maximum effectiveness, um, let's look at the numbers one more time. And I like to do this on, on episodes. Uh, just look at the Steam numbers, right? We can't see the Xbox numbers, so I pull up Steam charts, and I want to see how the game's de- de- performing, right? So obviously, if you've been uh, listening to the show um, over the past, you know, what, 19 episodes, um, you, you will know that I hammer Rare a lot on things like player retention, because when they launched on Steam, it was a fantastic launch. A lot of new players came in on Steam, and they hemorrhaged them all the way through October. And then they hit the awesome Fate of the Damned update with the great, awesome, amazing um, event unlocks, even though it was time gated. And I know a lot of people didn't like that. Guess what? That's brilliant for game developers because people are going to keep coming back and coming back and coming back. That's what I did. They saw a huge boon in in November, 70% increase in player base, average player base. December, the festival of, uh, giving like, if you listen to my last episode, I went Unlock by unlock through the festival of giving. And I told, I I said how they could make these unlocks better to reinvigorate pieces of their game that they've basically shelved or in order to increase interesting and, and interactive player, um, interactions, right? How to build. That's what sea of thieves is, is, is amazing. It's like an MMO. It's a first-person shooter. It's an adventure game. It's sandboxy. You want those interesting and organic player interactions. And I think they missed the... I, I think they really missed the board on the Festival of, of Giving. First off, pirates aren't giving. They've never been giving. I don't care if you want to put this little Cindy Lou Who hair on Sea of Thieves and say, Yay, Christmas. Everyone loves the Christmas Let's give our loot away. Yay. Fuck that. We want to drink. We want to pillage. We want to kill. We want to steal. That's what we want to do. And simple things in the festival of giving could have been adjusted to be more piratey and encourage a more interesting player interaction. But again, they punted the ball for Cindy Lou Who and they should have went the Grinch. Right? So if you want to hear my ideas on that, you can check out the the last episode of of the podcast where I go through each and every unlock and tell them 
how they could have made this more piratey and more more fun, in my opinion. Is, is PvP everything in Sea of Thieves? No. They hit a couple of them out of the park. I agree with a couple of them. But in general, there were a few things, and I'm not talking about just adding PvP to it where we're stealing loot and all that stuff. No. I'm talking invigorating the emissary system. I'm, I'm talking about... Um, you know, having players use the emissary flag, having players deck out their ship in the emissary outfit when they're doing things, wearing the costume. They could easily have added some more things to their event to make it more interesting, but also to reinvigorate some of these features that quite honestly have been left on the shelf to get dust the emissary system, like the arena, is pretty much dead. I have no reason at any point in time anymore, unless it's a commendation, to put an emissary flag on. And I honestly think the emissary system was the best update that they did this year. The problem is it doesn't go far enough. It rewards you greatly for having an emissary flag on, but it doesn't punish you enough for not having an emissary flag on. And I think... The fact that they have not updated any of their emissary rewards, their ledger rewards, for what, five, six months now? Why even have the system in the game? Just remove it at this point. You haven't touched it for five to six months. You haven't gave new rewards. You haven't given players who've got all those sales a reason to put up a flag anymore. Just remove it. Save some resources. Don't have dead things in games. Save your resources. Remove them. So December, even though it was Festival of Giving, and it's not very piratey, in fact, it's not piratey at all, they saw an increase of 23.9% player base. So they've had two months in a row where they've seen um, huge increases. Huge increases in their average player base, which is great, which is absolutely great. And so far now we're we're what eight month or eight days into January, eight days into 2021. We're lining up for season one, whatever that's gonna look like. And we're seeing right now, again, eight days in, 40% increase in player base. So players are coming to your game. Now you gotta keep them, right? And you gotta keep that increase going up. You gotta keep it going up. Because that's the only way this game survives. And part of that is fixing what is broken, if it's fixable, right? And I appreciate what they went into detail about how they're changing their updates for next year from the um, monthly updates to quarterly content updates with, with monthly like bug fixes and things like that. I think that's an absolutely fantastic idea and something that your boy Davram mentioned in his podcast a few months back, talking about changing the development cycle because it's, it doesn't work. And Davram told you how to fix it because Davram's been in software product management and project management for a damn decade. I'm an old man. I know how this shit works. So I'm glad they're doing that. I'm anxious to see how that looks. But 
I've been playing Sea of Thieves the past couple days, and and um, I'm streaming tonight, the night this uh, podcast releases, which is January 8th. If you want to check out my streams, selfless plug, we don't always play Sea of Thieves. It's mostly World of Warcraft, but uh, Sea of Thieves on occasion. We'll see how Season 1 comes up if I go back to Sea of Thieves a bit more, but you can always catch me on twitch.tv slash Davram on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, starting at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. For mostly World of Warcraft, I do PvP and PvE in that. And then also Sea of Thieves on occasion. But tonight, I will be with Owlette TV, uh, another Sea of Thieves um, uh, streamer who's, who's absolutely fantastic, very talented musician as well. So check him out as well. But I've been playing Sea of Thieves, and one thing that's bothering me right now, and they've actually tweeted, um, they've actually tweeted about this because I got really irritated um, the other night I played for about two and a half hours, right? Two and a half hours. That's a, that's a fair bit of time for, for the average person, uh, to play Sea of Thieves or to even play a video game, right? To even put phone. I'm doing a podcast. Shush. Phone. Shush. Later. Later. You're annoying me phone. So. They tweeted about this, and and I put a ma- I put a pretty angry tweet out um, that night, because like I said, I've been playing for two and a half hours, and I had completed three of the Festival of Giving challenges, and I didn't get credit. <clears throat> I didn't get credit, and I was irritated. So I put out a big tweet, saying basically I just wasted two and a half hours of my life, trying to get this completed in time. And I don't even have credit for it. And I noticed on their Twittering, Twitter account, they have two tweets, one from January 7th that says, following our recent communication on missing in-game rewards, the team will still be investigating. We'll look to provide further update in the coming days. Please be aware that we are still seeing delays and it could take up to 24 hours for your in-game awards to appear. <coughs> Eight hours ago, so that's January 8th, we are expect uh, exper- uh, we are expecting uh, to have more news on this issue at the start of the week. Thank you for your patience. Whilst this team work on it, now my only guess to this is why you complete accommodation for this event and it takes a little time is they're starting to put because they've had a couple maintenances um, over the past couple weeks. My guess is they're trying to put some of that foundation already in the game, kind of hidden foundation for the season. Now, what I can say is this needs fixed, right? This needs fixed. Seasons cost money. They cost moolah. And if you don't get that instant gratification of a pop-up that says, hey, you completed this when you complete your season thing and you get your cool new cosmetic, immediately people are going to lose their damn mind because it costs them real life money. So they need to sort this shit out. And the fact that it's taking them two days and they still don't have an answer for it and they're pushing it off to next week, in my opinion, is absolute bullshit. It's absolute bullshit. You have players who are working their asses off to get their events done because they have limited playtime and your only response to them is, we're aware of the issue. Check back next week. That is really bad customer service. And I really don't like the way that they put this out here. 
um, on the Sea of Thieves info and support. I think that's really bad. Like, they should be hardworking on fixing this because right now, players may be coming back to get back into the swing of the game for the seasons. And if they're working on an event right now that, in my opinion, is what the seasons are kind of going to look like, you've got these milestones that you have to unlock in order to get your cosmetics. If players are coming back and doing this and not getting their shit and the response to Sea of Thieves is, ah, check back next week, they're probably not, they're probably going to be maybe a little timid in signing up for the, the season because, again, in a season, the entire purpose of a season is to unlock those exclusive cosmetics. So I really think Sea of Thieves is in a really bad place right now with that response saying, wait till next week. Now, again, maybe they are working really hard on this and it was something that they put in there to prepare for the seasons and the seasons are going to be fine. But this is not a good look. And Sea of Thieves, in my opinion, over this year that I've played, has had a notorious problem with bad looks, right? Hit reg, huge problem. Barrel interaction, huge problem. Cannon bugs, which still exist, huge problem. That's a really bad look. It feels like there's not enough QA. There's not enough, you know, urgency on some of these things that really impact your player, your player base. They have a beautiful art design game with a wonderful story behind it, but they're failing at the rudimentary, uh, rudimentary and the, the critical foundations of what this game is is really about. So I hope they work on that. I hope on, I hope they work on that. Um, I, I'm, I just keep looking down at my, my show notes here. Um, and, and I've got a note here that progress in all of these events and in the seasons should feel fluid and should feel instant. Players should feel like they're moving forward, right? They should see that status bar move. And if it's delayed 24 hours or it's delayed however long and that status bar isn't moving, the player's going to feel like they've wasted their time. And if, they've, if their objective is, for example, kill nine skeletal captains while on a sea, uh, Order of Souls voyage and they kill one and they open up their event thing and it doesn't say one there, I, I just killed him. His body's laying right there. I've got his skull in my hand. That doesn't feel good for the player, and they start questioning the integrity of the game and the time they're spending to do this. There should be a nice status bar that shows you, and it should be instantaneously updating. It shouldn't be 24 hours, and then you can check the progress of your event or check the progress of your, um, your season. It should be instantaneous, and it should be fluid. So I hope they work on this. I truly hope it gets fixed, and I really, really, really hope that they spend some time to make sure in 2021 they're working on that image a little bit more. And it's not just a beautiful, awesome game. It's just broken and it becomes a beautiful, awesome game that has a development team. That's got urgency behind them to fix the critical issues that players are facing and not just, eh, we don't care what you guys say. We want to do it this way. Not good. Not good. So next I want to talk about my speculation for the seasons and how I think that they can make these seasons successful and what things they need to look at putting into the season pass um, and the cost of the season pass. 
But first, before I do that, I want to talk about Death Wish Coffee. Death Wish Coffee powers my streams, powers my YouTube, and powers this podcast. It's the only coffee I drink, and sure, I'm sure that you've sat there and like, yeah, sure, that's the only coffee you drink. I promise, I promise, if anyone had access to my home, they can go over to my freezer right now and open it, and there's only Death Wish Coffee in there. It's the only coffee I drink. It is certified the highest caffeinated, naturally growing coffee in the world, and in my opinion, it's absolutely delicious. And I don't have a cup on me right now, but I'm sure going to make one before the stream tonight because I've been tired. I've been tired and it definitely wakes me up. But if you check out the link below in the show notes, you can get your hands on Death Wish Coffee for 15% off on your first order. If you don't like really strong black coffee, they also have other options and seasonal options that's if they've done pumpkin spice. They've done uh, bourbon barrel aged coffee, which is great. They have a lighter Valhalla brand. And if you're, uh, if you're a fan of the rock scene or the metal scene, you'll absolutely love their logo and their merchandise. So go check them out. Death Wish Coffee. Check out the link below if you would like to order some Death Wish Coffee, which will support and power this broadcast. So, Seasons. 2021, we heard them say that they're going to put seasons into this game. Now, I've got friends that buy every single season pass known to man. And in my opinion, a season pass has to have certain things in order for it to be worth my time and worth my money. I'm looking for exclusive... Never before released cosmetics. Not game changes where I get an advantage over someone else. But never before seen cosmetics that will never be seen again. Okay? So Sea of Thieves have put out multiple times with Twitch drops, with codes, exclusive cosmetics. And these cosmetics go away for a little while, and then all of a sudden they show up for purchase in the Pirate Emporium. I could tell you this. If they announce that the cosmetics that you will unlock in the season pass will eventually, or have been in the past in the Pirate Emporium, I will not ever purchase their season pass. I will not. I will one-shot purchase the items when they're in the Emporium, even if I have to wait for them. I will wait for them. These cosmetics, and I know they're going to be cosmetics because they've said they're going to be cosmetics, need to be exclusive and never seen again. Not on Twitch drops, not on little codes that they give out on conventions, not in the Pirate Emporium. If I'm paying X amount of dollars for the season pass, I put the time in to unlock all, what, 100 levels, I think they said, that the season pass would be. If if I'm putting the time and effort in, then I don't want someone coming in three months from now who didn't put that time and effort in, slap down $15 or $25, and get all the shit that I paid $10 for plus a ridiculous amount of time. 
And I can tell you, if I buy the season pass, and three months down the line, these items that I spent my time to unlock are on the Emporium, I will blow the hell up on social media on this podcast, ripping Rare a new one, because why in the hell did I spend my time and my money to work to unlock this shit where three months down the road someone can just slap a fiver down and buy the gun cosmetic or the ship cosmetic? Unacceptable. The cosmetics need to be unique, never before seen, and never seen again. Locked in a vault, put away. Like the black dog kit, like the black dog set from the what the first week of launch week or whatever. Needs to be like that. Good looking, well done on art, right? It needs to be um never before seen and never seen from again. So only the folks who played the season past, season one, season two, season three, season four, only the people who played and put the time and money into those season passes. Get those cosmetics. That's it. Right? Now, of course, there's going to be two tiers of season uh, pass. There's going to be a uh, a higher level tier and a lower level tier. Um, in my opinion, I think things like the pirate clothing should be in the lower level tier, the unpaid tier. So if, if you've got 100 levels, you know, every so many levels that you unlock a piece of clothing for your pirate. And the upper level tier should be weapons, right? Or ships and weapons or something like that, right? They, they need to make the paid option have something super cool that, that backs up the price, right? And I don't want it so that the lower level tier who hasn't put money into it, they don't get access to the upper level one. If you're putting money into it, those folks should get exclusive access to those items that they've put the, mo- the money and the time into unlocking. Now, some of you may say, well, I don't like that because I don't want to put money into a season pass. Blah, blah. That's fine. You might not like that. And that's fine. But if you play games like Destiny 2, which to be honest, in, in the back of my mind, is really the only other MMO adventure first-person shooter game that I can think of just right now off the top of my head, that's how they do it. And it works out well. And it works out well. They make decent amount of money on their season pass. And they have really cool exclusive cosmetics that come and you don't see them again. I think every season pass should have a unique ship set that's attached to the season pass, either paid for or not. That should also have an exclusive pirate costume for both male and female. And a unique weapon set. I think all three of those things should be included and should be easily be able to include in a hundred level season pass. Now, obviously there's not a hundred different items, right? There could also be maybe an exclusive pet. Oh, pets, pets. You can do an exclusive pet, an exclusive emote. <coughs> Excuse me. But the real important piece here is whatever it is needs to be Never before seen and never seen from again. That's huge for me. And it's huge for a lot of people who get season passes. Gold and doubloon rewards are boring. I'm sorry. I've played this game for less than a year. And after buying everything currently in the game, I still have over 10 million gold 
and I think closing in on 10,000 doubloons. You are not going to entice me into a season pass by saying I get gold and doubloons for rewards. If you want like one or two in between tiers of stuff to throw some gold or doubloons, all right, fine. I'd rather have doubloons than gold, but whatever. Sure, fine. Maybe throw some ancient coins in there. Just saying. But gold and doubloon rewards are boring. They're easy enough to get for all players. And I honestly don't think that they should fit gold and doubloons into their season pass. Because like I said, it's easy to get, it's easy to farm, and it's boring. It's not a reward that I enjoy. Whenever they do those daily event challenges, whatever, kill a megalodon, sell the kraken meat, grab a chicken, whatever it is. And I look and it's like, oh, 5,000 gold and, or, and five doubloons. I'm like, I'm not even going to care about this. If I get it in my, in my process of playing, sweet. Gold and doubloons are boring to get. And I know there are new players out there that don't have as much money as I. Look, I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now, I'm not great at first-person shooter games. I have a good time and have fun in Sea of Thieves. But after buying everything in the game in less than a year of playing, I still have over 10 million gold and close to 10,000 doubloons. It's not hard. It's not hard. <clears throat> in my opinion, and this is something that goes back to what I talked about in the last episode, about reinvigorating the emissary system, I think the season pass should be linked to the emissary system. Since the emissary system is all but dead now because they basically have put it on a shelf and don't give two shits about it anymore and it's collecting dust, I think they should honestly reinvigorate it somewhere. And I think the season pass gives them a perfect op option to do that. And here's how you do it. If you want to progress on the season pass, the only way to progress in the season pass is to have an emissary flag up. It's the only way. If, if, if the season pass says kill 50 skeletons, you go out and kill 50 skeletons without an emissary flag on your ship, zero credit. And that's a way to reinvigorate and encourage players to have emissary flags on their ship. Right now, there is nothing except for additional gold and doubloons and I've already told you that shit's worthless. So why not give players encouragement to put that emissary up to increase PvP and interesting other player interactions? Get the emissaries up. If the emissary is not up, you get zero credit on your season pass. I think they should be 100% linked. Then if they want to reinv uh, reinvigorate the leaderboard again, where they give you some cool ship cosmetics, sure. Okay, down the road you can do that. But at least you don't have a dead system in your game that is just sitting there wasting space because no one does it anymore because they don't care. They don't want marked on the map and there's no reason to really put it up anymore at all, except unless you want to just fill your coffers with gold, which to be honest is pointless because there's nothing to buy. There's nothing to buy once you buy it all. There's nothing to dump gold on. Even after they put the ridiculously cost figurehead in there, and, and pirate, uh, pirate costumes, I still have over 10 million gold. So clearly gold is plentiful out there and they just need to stop worrying about giving us gold options. So put the emissary up or you get zero season pass credit. In my opinion, it's a simple way to get people 
re-engaged with the emissary system who, like me, don't use it anymore. Unless someone on my crew still needs something from it. So we've talked about what I think should be included in the season pass from one unique pirate costume, you know, a, a pet, a new ship set, and a new weapon set, along with maybe an emote. Those things should be in the season pass, divided amongst the paid and unpaid. And again, unique, never seen for again. Let's talk cost. Let's talk the cost of a season pass. What would you be willing to pay for the Sea of Thieves season pass? I'll tell you what I'm willing to pay. I would be willing to pay for a season pass that is costing between $5 and $10. No more than $10. No more than $10. Sea of Thieves is a game based completely and utterly around cosmetics. And I personally feel that $10 is enough to pay for a season pass because you still have to play the game, which is the objective of a season pass to keep players coming back and playing. $10, I think, is the high end for the season pass, the paid-for option. Obviously, there is going to be a free option. Now, there are a lot of my friends out there who a $10 season pass, in their opinion, would be too expensive. I think a $10 season pass falls in line with other season passes, and I would be completely fine with paying $10. We just talked about the uselessness of doubloons and gold in this game once you've purchased everything, so I think that Sea of Thieves should be inventive about this, and they should allow the season pass to be paid with gold. Whoa! What the hell are you talking about, Davin? We don't make money off of gold? Let me explain. It's real simple. You can pay $10, $10, or you can pay 20 million gold. Why such a high number? Well, one, the objective of a season pass is to generate revenue and keep players coming back to play. But the big thing is to generate revenue for the developer to continue to develop the game. So we want to encourage players to pay the cash money. But for some players who may not have the cash money, give them another option. But make it very steep. So for players like myself, I could grind out 20 million gold, probably each quarter, and pay for it. Do I want to spend that much time on Sea of Thieves? No. I have World of Warcraft raid bosses and PvP kill guys to kill, okay? I don't have time to spend that much time on Sea of Thieves. And for the most part, um, I've, I, I watch streamers play Sea of Thieves and I take a gander up at how much money they have. I would say that probably the richest person on Sea of Thieves could maybe pay, maybe pay for a year of season passes, which would be four, maybe five. So that would be a hundred million gold for five seasons. But they would have to constantly be, you know, players, you might have 20 million gold or 40 million gold now, drop it on a season pass. That's a lot of cheddar to drop on one season pass and then in a short three months have to drop it again. I would say doing something like that would quickly 
even out that gold to make gold more valuable. So then in the future, maybe some of those reward tiers on your season pass might be gold because people might want gold at that point. So they can work on paying for their season pass and not use their hard-earned cheddar cheddar to pay for the season pass. I think I think it's a great idea. Now, will Rare do that? I'm going to say probably not. There's no way for you to turn gold um, into ancient coins now. There's no way for you to turn doubloons into ancient coins now. I honestly feel that this is something they definitely will not do. Uh, but I think it's a it's a it's an interesting and innovative way in order for them to allow some players who may not have the money in order to get the season pass. And it allows them then in the future for the season pass, maybe to pull back some of the stuff in those hundred levels and put gold or doubloons in there because it would then be valuable. And now you could put a doubloon price on there too, right? You can buy doubloons with gold. So whatever 20 million gold in doubloons or whatever, if you did the current uh, conversion with Lorena, whatever currently you pay uh, you know, for, for doubloons, whatever 20 million gold in doubloons is, that's how much the season pass would cost in doubloons. So again, another alternative option to what I would say is a $10 uh, season pass. I would feel comfortable paying $10 if it's a quality season pass. Well, that's all I have on my show notes. I want to thank everyone for tuning in. I appreciate the amazing, amazingness that you guys have shown over uh, the past few months on Pirate Talk Radio. And I look forward to bringing you weekly episodes each and every week. And, and, they will be on YouTube now as well. If you want to see my awful, ugly, and disgusting face, you can also go to youtube.com slash Davram. And each month, when it uploads on all your podcasting applications, will also show up on the YouTube. And you can see me flailing around in my seat and pouring my drink that looks like World of Warcraft anima. But it's delicious. But guys, thank you very much for tuning in. If you haven't done so already, please hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Please hit follow over on twitch.tv. Please subscribe to the podcast and leave me some feedback on the podcast. You can also join the Game Legion Discord and drop some ideas for Pirate Talk Radio down below. Follow me on Twitter. Davram TV on Twitter. Check those out if you would, please. But guys, take care of yourselves and each other. And I'll see you next time. Hopefully, hopefully we'll get one more episode in before season start. Because I think I've got one more week before season start. And then we can dive in to seasons full force. But guys, thank you very much again. Take care of yourselves and each other. I will see you on the seas, and remember, it's always better when we sail together.